said to me was, okay, because we're constantly inundated with stuff, like your own redox signaling, like you make a lot in our own body. But after puberty, your mitochondria are less efficient and you start to make less of these molecules. And so every decade of life, you're down like 10%. And so with all the stuff that the system is being inundated with, it's like, well, if you can keep your cup full, right? Keep the gas tank full. Why wouldn't you? Because it's going to help you kind of get these other things to stay away from you and keep your genes activated. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be? Into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have on the show Danielle Matthews, and Danielle has quite a story to share with y'all. At the age of 23, she was hit by a drunk driver and sustained a life-altering brain injury. And basically, the medical world said there was no hope of recovery and that she just had to accept this life as her new normal. But she refused to listen to that advice and she refused to believe the diagnosis and was really determined to recover. And so through a lot of different avenues, including what she calls mind control, She really adopted the mindset, the techniques, and the exact quantum healing technologies that she needed to fully recover. She has since built an international business, authored an ebook called Mind Control, and shares her life-altering experience with countless people around the globe. And today we talk about this specific piece of her healing called redox signaling. And she's going to talk about what that is and exactly how that helped her because I mean, it was a brain injury. So she, her whole entire life was changed by this and her health and how she functioned, how she thought and her personality, everything was, was changed by implementing this specific technology of redox signaling. She really was able to heal everything that the doctor said was impossible. So I'm really excited to share this story with y'all and to educate you on something that I think is, is really an unknown piece of the healing equation, right? That a lot of people don't know about. So I'm excited to get y'all into this story. So let's jump in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here with Danielle. And I'm super excited for this conversation because she has quite the story and quite the insight to share with y'all. And I'm excited to kind of dive in with all of her wisdom that she's learned from her experiences. So thanks so much for joining me today, Danielle. Hey, Hope. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. So let's start from the beginning. I feel like we can't jump into anything else until we kind of hear your backstory. So why don't you just share kind of your story and kind of this season of life that you endured? Yeah, (laughs) it's been quite a journey. So to take you back to when it all started, I mean, life was pretty normal. Like I grew up in Maryland, I went to University of Virginia, got a degree in biology, I was doing Teach for America right out of school, like living life. It was wonderful. I was living out in Colorado, I'm a big snowboarder. So it was like, that was heaven for me. Sixth grade math. But everything just came to a crashing halt in uh, the summer during summer break, I got hit by a drunk driver. Mm. And in that car accident, I had an injury to my brain. And it was crazy hope because when I the, the morning of the accident, I looked fine. I looked like I look right now, you couldn't tell there was a problem. But in the days and weeks and months, and then years that followed, it was pretty clear that something had happened to my brain. Mm. And, you know, it's something that my doctors originally, they said to me, well, with an injury like this, Danielle, it should clear up in a month. 
And I was like, okay, I can do a month, <laughs> you know, because I was dealing with it just to give you some like, to just feel what it was like for me. I couldn't handle light or noise. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like natural light, it felt like somebody was shining a flashlight in my eye. Like it was that intense for me, any sort of input. So I was wearing sunglasses, a hat. I had blackout fabric on the, you know, the windows. I couldn't handle noise. Everything felt like the same level of input. Like my brain couldn't like say, okay, don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to this. And I had severe migraines. I was dizzy. My personality had changed. You know, I was very, very short with people, which is not me. <laughs> I'm very friendly. And, you know, I was sleeping all the time. And, you know, after summer ended, it was time to go back to school and to start teaching again. And I tried, you know, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't remember the kids' names. I couldn't remember what I was saying. And I ended up going on a medical leave and ultimately losing my position because I couldn't handle it. And at this point, doctors said, well, maybe it'll clear in three months. Then they said six months. And then at my one-year appointment, my neurologist said to me, Danielle, with uh, this type of injury, you know, your body's done the healing that it's going to do. And this is just your new normal. Wow. Around it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of crazy. I mean, I was 24 years old and Mm. I don't know what it was, but there was something within me that just said like, I mean, I wish I'd verbalized this to the guy, but I said like in my head, I'm like, well, you're fired. Like I Uh just refused to believe that the rest of my life was going to look like this. And I just started, you know, it was at that moment that I started going, okay, something's got to give because I had severe depression, anxiety. I was having panic attacks because I didn't know what I was going to be able to do an hour from now, like, let alone how am I ever going to earn money again? What's my future going to look like? You know, I was fortunate that my parents were in a position that I could move back home. And I mean, they're wonderful, but you don't want to be in your twenties living at home. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the goal. (laughs) Not ideal. So, you know, I ended up like, there's this equation that I look at kind of life through and it's like the external world plus your internal response to it equals your reality. Mm. Of course, as a math teacher, right? I love equations. But (laughs) this was something that I just said, okay, you know, the world happened. Like this driver hit me. He was drunk. I had had a brain injury. Like these are things that we can't change. You know, that's happened. And I thought the only thing I can change is my reaction to it. Mm -hmm. And for that whole year, I had been, I would say I felt like a victim right? Like I hadn't done anything wrong. This happened to me. Right. You know, it was frustrating. I was angry. I was trying to push back and get my life back. And it just wasn't happening. And that was leaving me full of anxiety. You know, and I, I think there's so many people out there that can probably relate. Like maybe yours wasn't a, you know, a brain injury and a car accident, but the loss of a job, you know, right. the loss of business, the loss of a loved one, a relationship, whatever it is. Right. Like we have these external circumstances. And so what I said was, okay, like there's new rules on this game of life right? How can I find happiness within it? Because to me, if you can be joyful, if you can be happy, if you can find gratitude in your day, like you're living a good life. That's really what it's about. Mm -hmm. And I thought, all right, like, well, what can I do? And so I just started, I started a gratitude journal, which I think is something like we all talk about and people like, oh yeah, gratitude journal. Have any, have you actually done it? Mm -hmm. Because I think we fall off after like the third day, most right, people. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Good idea. Now I'm done. Mm-hmm. But if you actually do it, like I told myself, and I mean, for me, it was like I had to because I just, I could not, I didn't want to live. I mean, it was that bad. It was yeah. like, what's the point? Right. And so I thought, all right, like something's got to, it's got to switch because that's not me. That's not the me I know. 
And so I would force myself to write something down each and every night. And eventually it got to the point where I was just flooded with things. Like I couldn't think of anything negative. It was like, well, it was a beautiful sunrise. And like, you know, I watched a rainbow form. I had strawberries in my salad. A friend called me. I got to hang out with my grandparents. Like all of a sudden it was like just this, so many things. And I thought, wow. And there was this shift in me. All of a sudden I was happier. And around that time, my mom had also introduced me to a practice called yoga nidra. I love yoga nidra. Okay. Yeah. You know all about it. I had a hunch. So when you told me about, you know, the the business you run, I was like, oh yeah. So my mom having run a yoga studio and she taught training, she would teach teacher trainings and she always incorporated yoga nidra, which for those that don't know, it's a guided meditation. And my mom said, Danielle, to do this, you have to be in a dark room and you have to lay down. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Two things I can definitely do. So, you know, the first time she did it with me, I actually fell asleep and I stayed asleep. And it was so fascinating because for a year, I never got a deep sleep. My brain was always like in a alert mode. Right, right. And I thought, wow, (laughs) you know, that was profound. So I had her record it. And I would listen to it. Like if I felt a migraine coming on, I'd go into a room and I'd listen to it. And it was like my nervous system got reset every time. And I didn't know, I know now, but the meditation was like cultivating within me this sense of peace yep. that was so profound. And it, it came into every situation. Like I stopped having panic attacks. I stopped being anxious. My depression started to lift. And I think it was like, this combination of the meditation, as well as me consciously trying to reprogram my mind, you know, to look for the positive. Mm -hmm. And that was so profound. And what's amazing, and like, I didn't know, was I would call it being unconsciously competent. Like, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. But in doing that, I shifted my vibrational state. And so, you know, for those that aren't familiar with this kind of like language, it's like, every emotion holds a vibration. You know, and if you are angry or sad or have fear, like we know that's a low vibration. And then when you're around people that are happy and joyful, like you're on a kid, right? You had a toddler, like you just, Mm -hmm. that's like a whole level of like very high vibration. Yes. And so I had shifted myself out of this lower state and into the higher state. And people talk about the law of attraction all the time, but I don't think people realize that like, that's a secondary law. The primary Mm -hmm. is the law of vibration. And it Mm -hmm. says that whatever state you're vibrating at is what will be attracted into you. (laughs) So all of a sudden I find myself in this different mental space and the answer to all of my physical challenges was drawn in. Mm. And it's like, I, you know, I knew within my being, I'm going to get better. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Like I was, you know, thinking like, I'm just going to wake up cured one day. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) I'm like eternally hopeful. But it turns out, right, sometimes we need things to support our body. And so it actually came through an acupuncturist who had been a yoga nidra student of my mother's. All right. And so she knew everybody in the community knew what was going on with me. And she reached out and she said to my mom, I've started using this new technology in my practice. And she said, it's called redox signaling. She said, I'd never heard of it before. Apparently, it's a new field of science. And it's a liquid that you drink. And she said, every one of my clients is having a different result with it. And the way she described it was that these signaling molecules basically go into the system and they're how the, your body innately communicates to find damage. 
And so they're like the alert call that goes out and says, hey, there's a damaged cell over here. There's a mutated cell. That's how the system knows like the GPS location, right? Of Like where to go repair. Mm-hmm. And she said, so like she had some people it was helping with digestive stuff. Some it was helping with hormones. Some it was helping with skin issues. You know, and she said to me, I believe it would pass the blood brain barrier and could help you with your brain. Mm. Yeah. And so... You know, my mom, my mom's very intuitive. She just was like, yeah, this is the answer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. This is what we've been looking for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biologist in me got in the way. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like... Your rational well, mind. <laughs> yes, that silly, silly rational mind. And it uh, jumped in and was like, well, show me the research. And uh-huh. what they the brain injury, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. I need the science. <laughs> I need the science, yep. And, you know, my mom was like, Danielle, they don't have research on brain injury. But, like, just it just makes sense. Right, and I'm like, right. No, (laughs) I did a little Googling about it and I saw all this great information, but then I saw a little bit about like, oh, it's a scam. It's salt water. Like all this stuff. And I just latched onto it because that's where my negative little mind was. And so, you know, we find what we're seeking. Of course, of course. (laughs) And God bless my mom. She's like, well, Danielle, I already bought the stuff. So I'm going (laughs) to. I'm doing it whether you want to. Exactly. So interestingly, my mom had ended up getting like her joints, her top knuckle and her hands. They were so swollen. She couldn't make a fist. And I don't know if you, you know, have any students or anyone like that, but like it bone on bone is tough. Yeah. 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 She was in so much discomfort. I mean, just like moving the sheets off of her in the morning. She couldn't grip a knife anymore. So it was good that I was home because I was helping, you know, cut vegetables. I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we managed it to work together and then. Six weeks of drinking this stuff, she got full range of motion back in her hands. That's crazy. It was crazy. And like her discomfort was gone. And what's even crazier though was my reaction because I looked at her and I was like, Mom, it's a placebo. And yeah, I was deeply trained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad, though, my dad's like, Danny. Like she could not have imagined away the level of discomfort. Like, and you could visibly see her hands, like yeah. the inflammation. Was yeah. Less. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But so then my dad starts drinking it. And um, he had a knee injury that like has plagued him for 30 years. Like, mm-hmm. My whole life. He got it and playing football in college. Mm-hmm. And my dad is like super athlete. He works out every day, always has. And so he starts taking it. 10 days into it, he's like running without his brace on, rowing without his brace. Wow. Yeah. He's saying to us, yeah. And he's like, I feel like I'm 30 again. Like, stuff. And so my dad's more analytical. So he's like, well, show me the research. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it turned out the company had started doing some research with athletes because they're like a supplement. They can't do drug studies, like they can't do with a specific disease. Right. Right. So they're forced to do like structure function studies and you can do stuff with athletes. And so they're finding like mice were running 29% further before hitting their exhaustion point and like all this amazing stuff. And my dad's like, yes, that's how I'm feeling, Mm -hmm, (laughs) you know? So that's when they said to me, like, look, this stuff cannot hurt you. It might hurt you. Like, try it, Daniel. I have nothing to lose. And I thought, good logic, right? I'm like, okay, (laughs) So... I started and I had, and I was like, you know, scientists and I'm like, this will be the only variable. We're not changing anything else. You know, I plateaued for over a year. We're two years out from my injury at this point. And uh, I started drinking it. I didn't feel anything, didn't feel anything. And then the third month, 
the pounding that had been relentless in my head for two years stopped. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is all this does. Like I can like good with that. Yeah. 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 Then I started to get like my clarity back. So it had been like, I was, I don't know how to describe it other than that. It felt like I was thinking through mud. It's like, Mm. imagine if you were, I don't know how to say this, except if you were drunk and hung over at the same time, like (laughs) you're just out of it and also like really not with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I constantly felt. Yeah. And it stopped. It was like, like clear skies. I could get the words out I wanted to. Yeah. I wasn't having to nap. I like had energy and it was like, holy cow. And the cognitive therapist I had been seeing, I went to her weekly mm-hmm. for over a year at that point. And she said to me, Danielle, I've worked with brain injury for 30 years. And she goes, I've never watched somebody have such a rapid recovery so far out from their initial trauma. Yeah. And she said, with your injury, it doesn't happen. Amazing. Yeah. And she's the one that said to me, Danielle, what the hell is that stuff you started bringing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I had a laugh because I was like, I don't know. I thought it was salt water. I said, I have zero clue what this stuff is. But she was the catalyst because she said, Mm -hmm. well, my other clients need to know. And like, let's learn what this stuff was. And so it's crazy hope, right? Like looking back in life at these, I call them like inflection points, like these moments where you might know it at the time or you might not. Like, Life goes in a different trajectory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My accident was certainly one, but her question was another one because it engaged my mind again to go, yeah, well, like, well, what is this? What stuff? is it? Mm-hmm. So clearly it works, you know? So what is it? Right. And that opened up, like, I ended up, we, my cognitive therapist and I ended up on the phone with a member of this company's medical board. And we start having this conversation and this doctor, he's Dr. David Silverman. I've actually gotten to know him really well now because for eight years I've known him now. But I remember him saying like, he just like wasn't impressed with my recovery. He was like, oh yeah, well, like how long did it take and how much were you drinking? And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Every other doctor told me like, no way, this is right. going to be. Right. And I'm like, what do you know? You know? Mm-hmm. And so it just, I listened to him with a different ear because I'm like, well, clearly this doctor has seen things. So yeah. And, you know, my grandfather was a doctor and he would have been the first to tell you, like, they're trained in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. They're trained to look at surgical options. They're trained to look at pharmaceutical, Mm -hmm. like, interventions. Mm -hmm. They're not trained on going to the root of the issue, resolving why it happened in the first place. Right, right. You know, it's more like treat the symptom, treat the symptom. Yep. And so this doctor is telling me how, like, he moved away from that train of thinking and into a more like integrative holistic, yeah. mm-hmm. in a way. And he said, this stuff, these molecules are, you know, they're made in the salt water of your cells. Like your body sources these molecules from hydrogen, oxygen, sodium, and chloride. Mm-hmm. And he said like, you know, nature is so simplistic and so elegant. It's those four atoms that when combined in different ways, make different molecules like mm-hmm. hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. H2O2, mm-hmm. made from the same stuff that water's made of, right. H2O. Right. Right. <laughs> you get another oxygen, we got a very different molecule, mm-hmm. very different functions and all of that. Superoxide, chlorine dioxide, right? All of these are just different combinations. Right. It's like taking letters and making different words. Like mm-hmm. you can get a lot. So the body's doing this all the time. And they thought that these molecules were just like the waste product of making our energy. And so for the longest time, they were literally written off as if they were like the exhaust, you know, in the car, like, well, they don't do anything. It's just like waste product. And then in the late 90s, 
there was a Nobel Prize awarded for what one of these molecules did because they had the equipment sophisticated enough to actually see them and follow them. And that's where this broke open this new field of redox biochemistry and redox signaling, redox biology. And uh, it was too new. Like when I was in school, there weren't textbooks about it yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why I didn't learn about it. But it's fascinating. Like where I went to school, they now have a redox laboratory. Like they're studying it all over. You know, it's amazing to to see like this thing opening up and to realize, well, wait a second, this company, ASEA, they are the only ones at the moment that have figured out how to make these molecules outside the body mm-hmm. and keep them active in a bioactive form. So these molecules are like sparks. I mean, they're very fleeting, like they do their job in nanoseconds. They're giving and taking electrons. Like that's the foundational piece of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it was thought to be impossible to keep something like that stable. So you know, they figured it out. And it's something that now, you know, you can get it in a liquid form. And they also have a gel. And as soon as it touches your system, your system, it's like it made it, it knows like the the molecules just go to work helping Mm -hmm. communicate what you know, what's needed, turning back on our genes, keeping our antioxidants activated and helping detect damage. And Mm -hmm. so I just, you know, not to go, I probably already went too deep into the science, but that's Mm -hmm. just like, you you know, it's good. I like it. But I just like something got inside of me, Hope, where I just went, this is something I'm meant to share with people. Mm -hmm. Like all of this happened for me, like so that I could go through this journey of self-awareness, of learning so much about my own mind, mastering my own thinking, like realizing I can handle any challenge, you know, that resilience that's now within me, Mm -hmm. but also the physical aspect of health and the importance of keeping your cells healthy and what that then means for every system of the body. And, you know, I just thought, okay, this is put in my lap for a reason. And I got to tell people, and I didn't know what I was doing. I never had a business. Like, you know, I was a teacher prior to all this. And I, I moved down to Florida and I just started telling people my story and I started to share. And one thing led to another. Fast forward eight years, I have helped thousands of people and it's now reached global. And I have watched hundreds of lives change. Like there's not a health challenge. I haven't seen this stuff touch. Mm. And it has been so humbling. And I I tell people all the time, like I get paid in goosebumps, you know, Mm -hmm. like it makes it feel like everything I went through was more than worth it, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, now I can inspire other people to hope and to realize there are other options and there are alternatives and there's things you can do. Definitely. I love that. And so where you're talking about redox signaling and you're talking about this company, so because I know everybody listening who is like, okay, where do I get it? Right. So where do people <laughs> find this? Yeah, I would say you can reach out. I would actually say have a conversation with me before you go purchase anything because mm-hmm. for different people, you might need different amounts and you know, have a conversation about like what's right for you. So my website, I'm sure we'll put it in the description, mm-hmm. but it's my name. It's Danielle. Mm-hmm. dot mm-hmm. and there's a little button that says contact me and just put Perfect. your phone number put your email I'll reach out yeah. but you want to purchase it through the company and you know you can do that through me mm-hmm. and um, you will see some stuff like on Amazon and I would just tell you uh, a lot of that stuff is expired yeah <laughs> people yeah. trying to like sell old right, products right. right don't go that route like yeah. get yeah. it straight from the company yeah. I can help you do that they have money back guarantees like yeah. you know you, yeah. if you're gonna put something in your body source it directly from the place right. they're making it. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. So I know when you said you were first kind of looking at it and you were like, 
you were looking at the reviews from people. It was like, oh, it's just salt water and it's a scam, blah, blah, blah. So what makes it that it's not just salt water? I mean, I know you kind of talked about the science behind it, but like, what is the kind of the it factor that makes it not just salt water? It's like a three and a half day process. So the body is doing this in nanoseconds, right? It's taking the foundational ingredients, if you will, of sodium, chloride, hydrogen, and oxygen, which the body gets from saline. And it's making these different combinations. So company has to start with the same stuff. It starts with, I believe it's Morton's kosher medical grade salt. Like it's as pure sodium chloride mm-hmm. as they can get. Like mm-hmm. it can't be Himalayan salt. It can't right. be anything like that. If you don't right. want minerals, like we're right. looking for just the sodium. Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the water, they pull all of the dissolved everything out. Like it's trying to get as pure H2O as you can. Mm -hmm. And then it goes through uh, an electrolysis process where there's like an anode and a cathode at a certain, like separate from a certain amount of time, like at a certain temperature that they're pumping through and it's making the molecules break apart. So they're free floating and then recombining in these different combinations and this is where they thought it was impossible. These guys figured out how to then keep those molecules separate and stable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like someone described it to me. I've, I've been blessed enough. I've gotten to like interview the researchers behind That's cool. of the scientists. That's and cool. one of them described it to me and said, Danielle, it's as if they figured out how to put hot and cold water in the same vessel without it becoming lukewarm. Like just mm-hmm. hot He said, you've got positive and negative here, reductants and oxidants. And they're just stable next to right. each other. They're right. not interacting. Yeah. And um, that's the it factor. Yeah. So like when you look on the bottle, this is why it confuses everybody. And honestly, if someone says to me, someone doesn't ask the question, well, is it salt water? I'm like, did you look at this at all? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the ingredients clearly say, yes. but then there's also a stamp on the bottle that says redox certified. Mm. And there's laboratories that test it to actually gotcha. test the presence of these different molecules. Right. But just the way that like labeling has to be, you have to actually put on the label what goes in. Right. (laughs) Kind of like with bread. Like you don't see the ingredient as like, you know, Hawaiian sweet bread. It's like, no, it's like flour and Mm -hmm. egg. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. But you add electricity, you add energy and like Mm -hmm. the ingredients, you know, morph into that. That So it's the same thing here. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you're taking it, when you're on, you know, taking this as part of like kind of a protocol or whatever. Is this something you take? Like, do you still take it? Is this something you take like indefinitely? Is it something that like you take it for a certain amount of time? Like, how does it work that way? Good question. Yeah, it's a solid question. So, you know, a lot of people are drawn to this because they have a specific health challenge, Mm -hmm. right? And they're like, look, I need to help my system find its balance again. Mm -hmm. That being said, others are drawn to it because they're pushing their bodies, Mm -hmm. right? They're elite athletes and they need to recover faster after workouts. And they need, like my dad, like that energy and endurance. Other people are just like, I want to be proactive. Like, I don't want to ever know Mm -hmm. what's happening on the cellular level. Let's prevent it before it becomes something. So people come at this for different reasons. But typically, here's what I I say to people. Like, give it 90 days. Like, when you're on the liquid for 90 days, anywhere between four and eight ounces, and this is where I talk with people. It depends on age and health Mm -hmm. issues and all that. You're going to see something start to shift drinking the liquid. And like, after that, you can then decide, like, is this something that I want to stay on? Or like, like, if I stopped drinking it, my brain injury is not coming back, Mm -hmm. you know, right. But I've made the choice to stay on it because it's like, well, I lost my health once. 
I never want to do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I make choices daily on what's going to help my system stay strong and do its mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've decided to stay on it. And they've done some interesting studies with um, healthy, like 35-year-olds was mm-hmm. the group. And they looked at genetic expression. So this is like looking to see, okay, are your genes activated and turned on? Because our environment, like with epigenetics, a lot of people I think are familiar with this conversation, but your environment impacts your genes. and. Mm-hmm. They can get shut off from stress, from toxins, from just aging. Mm -hmm. And so they looked at these healthy young people. And what they did is they put a group on nothing. They put a group on the saline solution that is pre-ASEA. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they put the group on the ASEA, the redox molecule. Mm -hmm. And after eight weeks, they looked at their genetic expression again. The group that, you know, didn't do anything had no change. The group on the saltwater solution, no change. The group on the redox molecules had a range of 20 to 31% activation of these genes. And these mm. were genes that controlled your innate immune response. So like your body's ability to go after you know, viruses, your inflammatory response. So the ability for your system to bring inflammation into balance, mm-hmm. which is huge. Mm-hmm. Digestive enzyme production, hormone modulation, and cardiovascular health. And so what was interesting in the study, though, was they then took the participants off of the protocol and eight weeks later, they looked at their genetic expression again, and their genetic expression had gone back down to pre-ASEA levels. And so what that said to me was, okay, because we're constantly inundated with stuff, like your own redox signaling, like you make a lot in our own body, but after puberty, your mitochondria are less efficient and you start to make less of these molecules. And so every decade of life, you're down like 10%. And so with all the stuff that the system is being inundated with, it's like, well, if you can keep your cup full, right, mm-hmm. keep the gas tank full, why wouldn't you? Because right. it's going to help you kind of say, you know, mm-hmm. get the other things to stay away from you and keep your genes activated. And so, you know, different people make different choices. Most people that I've worked with, they're like, I can't be without this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something that just makes sense because, you know, it's not like supplementing with vitamin D or it's like, okay, I need like a temporary input right. of like your system is just going to constantly keep making less of this. Mm-hmm. And when we realize that this is essentially it's like your immune system in a bottle, I mean, this is essentially mm-hmm. like what your system needs to stay healthy. It's like, yeah, let's keep the electricity flowing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Well, and like you said, you know, the people who use it as a kind of proactive thing, I think, I feel like there's more and more people that are kind of looking at their health in that way, like instead of waiting for something to go wrong, like let's kind of be proactive and do the things that are going to keep the things from going wrong. And so it sounds like that's like a perfect way to do that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the conversation, at least I've noticed the conversation seems to have shifted, like through all we went through, through 2020, and all that, I think people are looking at their health in a different way. Totally. Saying exactly what you just said. Like, well, what can I do to keep my system strong? Yep. <laughs> so yep that, exactly. You know, I don't have to worry about right. it getting complicated. Right. Exactly. You know? And I, I've had, yeah, exactly. I've had, I feel like this year, especially in my nutrition business, I've had more and more people come to me. And granted, I have plenty of people who come to me and their body's a total wreck and total disaster and they need, like, just fix me. But I've had more and more people come to me who, you know, they have their, you know, couple issues here and there, but they're coming to me from that point of view, that perspective right. where it's like, I want to know, A, I want you to do the labs on me so I know what's going on in my body. And I just want to know how I can be a better version of me. Like how I can I 
what can I do to be more proactive? And, and, I, and I've never, I've never seen that in my nutrition business really until this year. I think I really do think, like you said, that the perspective on health is really shifting, which is, I mean, it's huge. It's, yeah, it is huge. It's exciting. And I think it's, I mean, obviously that's the only way to, you know, prevent illness and chronic issues, huh. like, you know, being and proactive. Also, like people have to realize they need to be their own advocate. Exactly. Like I got shaken out of this state when I had my brain injury and when Western medicine essentially, in my opinion, failed me. Totally. Like yeah. said, There's nothing we can right. do. I'm like, well, you have like this mm-hmm. little tiny lens you're looking at my life through. Like there yeah. are other things. Yeah. Okay. You can't give me a surgery or a pill. Great. Right. <laughs> so what other options. Can, mm-hmm. can there be? Mm-hmm. And I learned I had to advocate for myself, you yep. know, go out there and find and like, there are specialists for everything. everything. There are people that have walked the path in front of you. They figured it out and they're like shouting from the rooftops, but it's like, we're so programmed mm-hmm. that we need a doctor to tell us. And yeah. like I said, my grandfather was a doctor. Like yeah. there is a place for Western medicine, hundred yeah. percent, but you know, there are other people like yourself yeah. that can say, Hey, let me educate you. Like right. doctors don't really go through heavy nutrition training. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They like, don't at all. <laughs> and it's like, they're not asking what your diet right. is. It's like, right. and you know, we look at that. And it's like, well, food is medicine. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's fuel you're putting it. Would you put crappy fuel in your car? Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to get mm-hmm. anywhere. You know, we get one vehicle to take us through this life. Yeah. And it's like, take care of your body. Mm-hmm. It's the only place you have to live. Yeah. And you got to think about what you're putting in it. Mm-hmm. How you can be proactive maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do for your system. And right. You know, I can imagine you're a huge blessing to the people you work with. And it's so cool too. Like I started to notice that I was sensitive to my food. I always was. Mm-hmm. But after my brain injury, I noticed like if I ate pizza, uh-huh. say, I could feel the sluggishness in my brain yeah. be yeah. amplified. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. It was the first time I had the experience of my food impacting my health. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're young, we feel invincible. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. You know? Like we think we're fine. And then as you get older, you start to notice it. And I'm like, well, if everybody could just have this realization when they're young, Mm -hmm. your later years are going to be much better. Exactly. (laughs) And you don't have to pay for your sins when you were young that you destroyed your body. And yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And when I think you're right, I think I was just having a conversation about this in in another interview, the conditioning of really Western society in general really is just that it's like, you have a symptom, you go manage the symptoms, like that's it. And again, like, just like you said, I'm, you know, I'm not bashing doctors or Western medicine because it does have its place. But I think people like you were explaining what your grandfather was saying. I really think this is something people don't really grasp is that doctors are not trained to get to the root of the problem. Not saying doctors aren't smart. I'm not saying they're not educated, but they are literally trained to manage symptoms and it's medication, it's surgery, it's those emergent things. It's, it's not getting to the root of the problem. And it's not like trying to help you heal from a chronic issue. Right. So it's just not how Western medicine is yeah. set up. So it, I think people don't understand. Like, then I, I've heard people say like, oh, well, you just hate doctors or you bash doctors. I, I don't hate doctors. I have plenty of friends who are doctors. I respect the heck out of them. But there's a time and place for doctors. Exactly. And there's a time and place for other modalities to help your body heal and thrive. Yeah. You know that I can't remember if it's, I think it's in Japan. It's Japan or China somewhere in Asia, the doctors are paid to keep you healthy. The moment you get sick, they don't get paid. Wow, that's crazy. 
right? Talk about a switching conversation. My gosh, can right? you imagine? My gosh. We pay our doctors when we are sick. So there is money there, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that conversation. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like, how would the conversation differ if yeah. your doctor was like, it is my job to keep you healthy? Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. Have the conversations you're having. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nutrition, redox signaling. Let's keep your cells strong. Yep. Let's keep your body healthy at the yep. foundation, right? Yep. It's like, and that is where people just like, you need to advocate for yourself. Like right. you need to start having these conversations. Right. And I love that now, like people are moving to podcasts, to YouTube. Like mm-hmm. there's people out there that are like shining examples in their own life because mm-hmm. of the journeys they've been on with their yep. health to say, look, I walked the road and it was hard. Right. <laughs> Here's what I found. And yeah. When you a mentor and a coach, like they collapse time for you. Yes. You know? Yes. And so yeah, it's um. Thank you for what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I, I think it's true, though. I think it's being able to find. Well, just like you and your story. I mean, you're able to educate people, and they don't have to live, you know, through your mistakes. Not that you made mistakes, but I'm just saying, like right. understanding, like the the yeah. road you travel. They don't have to travel the hard road. Like there's no. ways to avoid the hard path, and that's yeah, that's. And I love your perspective on that whole traumatic event in your life you being able to have the perspective on, you know, how all the pieces kind of fit together and the universe just kind of put everything together in this very specific way for like to reveal your true purpose. Like I, I love that. Like those stories just like excite me so much because it's such a testament to like, there's a reason for everything. And, you know, and, and you being able to have the, the perspective to recognize that and have gratitude for it all. I mean, it's, that's powerful. Oh, well, thanks. And I, I honestly think that like people that are going through challenges, obstacles, like we all are. Mine showed up as a, you know, the drunk driver and the brain injury. Mm-hmm. But each of us, you listening, like whatever it is you're going through, I'm telling you, the antidote is in the obstacle. Mm. Like what has been put in front of you is an opportunity for you to reflect on, all right, maybe I'm being guided in a different direction, or maybe I'm meant to learn something that like I haven't pulled out of myself yet. Mm-hmm. And if life was easy, if you already knew how to win the game, would you even want to play? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not fun. Like totally. fun playing a game is the challenge. And yeah. if you have that spirit with life, you know, I face obstacles now where I'm like, sweet, like what am I about to learn? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, there's a lesson here. Yes. Like, All right, let's go. Yes. And when you have that spirit, it just, it takes the intensity out of it. And it also like be delicate with yourself. Like, I wrote a book. I don't even know if I told you this. So it's called um, Mind Control. It's mm-hmm. all in your head. Okay. So this, it's an ebook and it really was meant to just help people that are going through whatever they're going through to realize and observe what's happening, the thoughts that are being triggered, because that's the lesson right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you got to deal with that stuff. And once you do, you're going to unlock the next level. Mm-hmm. But if you don't deal with it, you're going to keep running into a wall. Right. right. It's going to keep happening. The same lesson will continue different faces, different mm-hmm. characters, but like you got to learn those lessons or else you're going to be stuck at that same vibrational state, yep. you know, yep. and everybody wants to break through. I mean, everyone wants to live, you know, yeah. The best yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, I mean, having that perspective that it's, it's all about like the growth and evolution. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about. It is. Yeah. That's what we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And of course, everything that Danielle's talking about, I have, I have links to all of that in the show notes. The website and how the the contact me all that stuff so that you can kind of you can reach out to Danielle and kind of get some insight on what she's talking about the redux signaling to see if it's right for you and kind of how to use it for your own like situation. So I'll for sure put all that in there. 
And I do have one more question that I like to ask everybody that I want to ask you. What do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose? To live with purpose. I think it's it's self-reflection. So I think first you need to realize that you are here for a reason, that there's untapped potential like sitting within you. It's sitting dormant. It's almost like a seed sitting underground, waiting for the right weather conditions to burst forth. And that's you. (laughs) And once that starts to happen and you allow that to grow, like you'll find that purpose. And I think when you're when you're living a life where you have joy and gratitude and you're in that space, like you're living a purposeful life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that you're meant to achieve X and Y and Z or whatever. Like, but if you're in that space, you're being an example for others. You're bringing that into the room every time you arrive. And like, that's what it's all about. You know, it's that expansion, it's that self expression. And that's the right soil for the seed of potential to grow. And like, doors will just open, things will unfold. It's amazing when you get into flow with life and, you know, we stop resisting or like trying to push things and force things into control the way we want. Like life is trying to open you up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We got to get this mind of ours out of the way and and go with our heart sometime. Yes. Yes. I love that. Such good, insightful advice. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom on this scene, y'all. This is really exciting. And I mean, honestly, I'm excited to kind of see where this technology takes us. And I I hope that more and more people learn about it because this is, I mean, this is really life-changing stuff for so many people. So thank you for sharing and for using your trauma as now your gift to the world. And I just, I love it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for being open to the conversation. And I I do, I really hope that it, it reaches the years it's supposed to. And, and guys, I love talking and educating and sharing. So do reach out. And let's have a conversation and, you know, see what unfolds. Love it. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.